Welcome to the Strip Down Know Nothing Podcast, focusing on the bare naked nope. ladies. That's right. <laughs> it's not. Whether they're a Kincaid or Da Vinci, from celebrity to pinch me. <laughs> no. <laughs> We're. It's all b- being done. You got it all wrong. All right, go ahead. I don't. Not, <laughs> I didn't have anything to back that up. I'm just saying Welcome you're doing it wrong. Welcome to the stripped down, down know nothing podcast, focusing on Rowan Atkinson's career. That's career. Rowan Atkinson's career. <laughs> That's right. From Mr. Bean to Johnny English, whether they're. You should have done it the other way. In from Johnny English to Mr. Bean, whether they've uh, are whether unknown, invisible, or, or been, been seen. <laughs> we're it's all being, being done. done. The podcast. We are building the track <laughs> as the train is rolling. He's Whistler's father. It's my co-host Evan. He shouldn't be alive. <laughs> <laughs> it's my co-host. He has deep salmonella. <laughs> Uh, okay, Evbo! Here we are! We did it! Do you feel like you shouldn't be alive? <sighs> there have been times, like, in my life where I feel like I should have died. Really? Like, I did something really stupid, like jump off something as a teenager or something. Like, oh man, I could have broken my legs and killed myself doing this. You wouldn't die if you broke both your legs. Sometimes I think about breaking my legs. I said and I think broke about both my legs and, and killed, killed myself. myself. <laughs> At that point, breaking your legs. I don't think we consider broken legs on corpses. Hmm. I think a lot about what if I broke something, but then a bone fragment went up to my brain and I died. That'd be scary. Is that a thing? Probably. Okay. Right? Why would it not be a thing? We're all such fragile things. We're all such fragile, fragile things. (laughs) You know me. Your friend kept talking about breaking my son's fingers the other day. (laughs) He's he's in trouble. (laughs) He's a bad boy. He's been naughty. I don't know if I've ever been in a situation where I'm like, I should have died just then. There have been a couple like close calls where I, I almost got in a car like somebody like merges into my lane or something like that yeah. like it mostly happens on the road where you're like holy shit that was close yes like that truck could have just crushed me you're right there have been times when that's happened to me you're right uh which is once, why we need fucking self-driving cars and people need to not touch the fucking steering wheels uh when i was when i was 15 and a half and getting my learner's permit uh, uh i was coming up to a left turn and the light was green and in my brain i was just like well the light is green that means i go i take the left turn but of course you have to wait because cars are coming (laughs) and so i turned like right in front of a car which had to screech and zoom off to the side and uh you're right i should have died there you went sorry actually it would have hit the passenger side of my car where my dad was and he died already so it's like i mean would you rather have lost your dad when you had your learner's permit or watched him die of cancer would i have like to have been personally responsible for my father's death or sat idly by. At least I would have taken matters into my yes. own hands. Would you rather have agency in your father's death? I think, yeah, I should have. <laughs> and then at that night, I should have thought about that and taken a knife and just, I mean, gone at it, right? Yeah. Like, better to have, you know, control. God, Patricide I encourage everyone, or... if you still have parents alive, do it today. Patricide got a ride. Hey. They're like, Dad, I am learning how to forklift operate. Would you please come with me? (laughs) I need to learn how to lift and put things down with a forklift. Sure. So please stand on this forklift that I am operating now. And then it just becomes that uh, Klaus safety video that uh, 
You don't know the classic German safety video forklift? Oh, fuck. Listeners, I'm putting it in the notes of this episode. Just, Ev, you're going to love it. Okay, I can't you gotta wait. you got to watch it. I, I'm going to watch it. I'm going to love it. You know it, I am. It's, it is like nine minutes long, so I apologize in advance. People f- sometimes forward me YouTube videos, and I'll look at the length, and if they're over a minute, there's no fucking way I'm watching your YouTube video. If I'm interested, I mean, if if I'm interested and it's short, I'll watch it right away. If not, I'll be like, if I'm interested, I'll be like, yeah, I can do this during like fucking lunch or something. Just put this on and give it, give it two minutes, and if it's bad, then I'll just turn it off. See, my... Uh, People will give me like 90 minute YouTube videos like you like Homestuck. You should listen to this analysis of like the themes compared to Ulysses. And I'll be like, this is a 90 minute fucking video. No, I'll never sit in front of my computer for 90 minutes. I can barely sit in front of my television. Well, for just do minutes. like YouTube MP3. You download it as an MP3 file and listen to it like a podcast. I have too many podcasts I listen to. Well, there you go. You're the problem. Not I, them. Oh, trust me. <laughs> I know I'm the fucking problem. I've always been the problem. Who are you? My wife? Am I right? <laughs> old ball and shit. Who are you? My therapist? Hey, Who are you? Everybody else in my life? Oh, hey, hey, I'll be here all night. You gotta, you gotta try the fettuccine Alfredo because we got a lot of it. <laughs> hey, hey, oh, this is a Jimmy Pancakes. What's his name? <laughs> Jimmy Carwash. No. Johnny Carwash. Who's the guy at... Uh, at Carvaggio. Uh, it's Gramelias. Gramelias. But yeah. it's uh, Johnny Carwash. Oh, it was Johnny Carwash. He's the Carvaggio. Carvaggio or Gramelias. <laughs> Job title Carvaggio at yeah, he does. Uh, he, he moonlights during the uh, seniors brunch at Gurmelias, sure. and then at night he goes to the Columbus Funny Bone. Ooh! Along with Bruce Bruce and uh, let's say Christopher Titus. Sure, he sometimes comes. I get those emails every two weeks that tell me what unknown comics I've never heard of that are coming to. I kind of want to go sometime, but I don't think I'll be a laughed at. Just laughed. go see a rando. Just see a rando. Have you ever been to the Funny Bone? No, it's not bad. I've been a few times. It's nice. I don't know. I mean, I'd go see someone like, I mean, Eric Andre came there, didn't he? That's who I saw there. That's one of the people I saw there. Hamburger's coming there. Uh, No, he's at Space Bar. Uh, I saw Nicole Byer there. I saw fucking uh, Joel McHale there. Hmm. That was fun. Joel McHale's funny? Yeah, he was funny. You don't like Joel McHale? No, I just, I think he was an actor. I don't think of him as a comedian. I think he does a little bit of everything. He's a polymath. God. You get him on this. Can, can we get him on this podcast to talk about <laughs> Mr. Bean? I wish. What has this podcast become? Dude. Oh, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Just checking in with you. Nobody knows. Rowan Atkinson. Born 1950. <laughs> Do you have an intro to this episode? Not an intro. I just can talk about Rowan Atkinson. Sure. No, bit. that's an intro. Yeah. Oh, okay. Baby. Give me the, give me the, the Statkinsons. Matriculated at Oxford. He went to Oxford for electrical engineering. Very strange. But he was also in the um, drama society uh-huh. and uh, basically met his writer, whose name I didn't actually write down, uh, director of this, Mel Smith. Uh-huh. Um, so he, they, they sort of teamed up and they would write like the Mr. Bean sketches and whatnot. And uh, Mr. Bean kind of took off. And so he just graduated with electric, uh, green electrical engineering and then just did it. Mr. Bean forever. I mean, That's he's incredible. He's one of the. He's rated by uh, TV Guide and US. What the fuck is that newspaper called? USA Today. USA Today. I, was, I think US News and World Reports. But they only <laughs> rent, they only rent medical centers, um, and colleges and stuff like that. But uh, he's the top one of the top fifty British comedians of all time, and then one of the top fifty world comedians, like just in the world. Brother, you don't think Mr. Bean is important? He has won the coveted YouTube Diamond Award or whatever the fuck it's called. YouTube Diamond. 
I am. I don't know. <laughs> I just. I, I, Boy, your stats on Mr. Bean are a little bit all over the place. I, here. Well, see, I, I wrote. I wrote it down, but I was writing fast, so I truncated the word because sure. I'm like, oh, I'll remember what this means. Uh-huh. I don't. I don't remember what PLA means. I have no idea. Okay. So he won Plaque. the di- plaque. That's it, probably. Um, but for 10 million subscribers, yes, his channel has had 6.5 billion views. He has more followers on Facebook and Twitter than Rihanna, Whoa. Manchester United, and Harry Potter. What? No fucking way, Mr. B. Mr. Fucking Bean. Wow, incredible. He has three older brothers, and I'm reading directly from the uh, um, his Wikipedia page. Paul, who died as an infant. Rodney, a Eurosceptic economist who narrowly lost the UK Independent Party leadership <laughs> in 2013. Uh-huh. And Rupert. The end? Who <laughs> <laughs> has never done anything. That's it. Yeah. Who we will never talk about again. So he actually got his start in podcasting. R- Mr. Bean. He, well, it wasn't a podcast then. It was a radio show. Oh, yes. Thank you. You know, it's like it's podcasting, but uh, called it was the Atkinson people where he would uh, invite an imaginary person on and then interview them. And okay. he would play both characters. That's so funny. So he, he, a great fiction. He was like, uh, this is Jacques de Plame. He is the, a, a French thinker and economist, and I'm going to be interviewing him today. So he'd just make up a great person to interview and give them give their entire background. And then, is it a comedy show? So I think so, yeah. Okay. I think it's all comedy. But uh, yeah, so he is big news. He was in uh, um, Never Say Never Again, the uh, James Bond movie. He was? Yep. He was as in, whom? As Mr. Bean? Uh, kind of, yeah. <laughs> really? He was in Love Actually as Mr. Bean. Really? <laughs> he was in uh, Four Weddings and a Funeral. As Mr. Bean? As Mr. Bean. <laughs> no. He was is Zazu, then The Lion King. I remember that. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and of course... Rat Race. Rat Race, the yes. famous His famous role in Rat Race, which is... Uh, he always plays um, someone who doesn't Sh- get it. Should be dead. <laughs> someone who should be dead. Um, yeah, boy, what else has he been in? Blackadder. Uh, okay, yeah. Hot Shots Part 2. You did a lot more research on Mr. Bean than I did. I or, didn't, uh, nope, that's Rowan Atkinson. We can I can talk about Mr. Bean later. Oh, did you... Have you ever seen... Uh, top funny comedian the movie (laughs) brother (laughs) apparently a 2017 uh chinese film that he is in yeah he's actually called um he's actually pretty big in china but he's called um the fuck is it i wrote it down somewhere hondo shansheng that's which means foolish bean man (laughs) that's fucking great i love that name if you called him just dao which is Mr. Bean, uh-huh. they wouldn't understand because it has to be, fo- if you called him Foolish Bean, they're like, oh, that's who he is. <laughs> I understand. He's foolish. This is part of the trivia. <laughs> okay, Mr. Got Bean it. trivia. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, cool. Interesting. He has a very expressive face, I think, and he's not an attractive man. He's got like that, his eyes are a little too far spaced apart. They're kind of buggy. Agreed. And he's got like, his face is very expressive and he's got a long tongue. Okay. I mean, physical comedy is his thing, obviously. Yeah, yeah. So he, uh, he tried to make the character Mr. Bean to ex- appeal to a very... This is why Mr. Bean is so popular, because it's very low um, dialogue. Yes. A lot of the comedy is just physical humor. That's what I wanted to ask you, because you've seen more Bean sketches than yes. I have. The original character. I loved Mr. Bean. It is from the classical, like, mime... Uh, Jacques Tartan, yeah. Is it one yeah. Of his, yeah, like the... the yeah, just basically physical comedy. The, 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 he, when he... Was debuting the character of Mr. Bean. The one of the first places he did it was at like a Quebec um, 
a comedy show and there was a English bill and a French bill. And he's like, I want to be on the French bill. And they're like, but you're speaking English. You're, you're doing all English. Like, no, I'm not. And he just wanted to see if it would appeal to f- people who didn't understand right. English. Yeah. And it did. And yeah. Like, oh, so it has a lot of, of appeal course. across the world. I mean, it's bean. Who doesn't laugh at a man trying to vindictively punish a child for 45 <laughs> minutes? So fucking funny. Yeah. I mean, but I, I'm dating myself because I remember watching Mr. Bean in, like reruns as a kid. Um, like when you got that like HBO premium week. Oh yeah. Where it's like, here's all the fucking pay-per-view channels. Disney. You get them for, you get them for one week yeah. to ten- tempt you. And that was the best fucking week of your life. Yeah. Cause you're like, I'm just going to watch HBO and Showtime and Disney. I remember that. All the goddamn time. Comedy, Comedy Central and Sci-Fi Channel. Yeah. Huh. But yeah, good stuff. I remember watching Mr. Bean and laughing my fucking ass off. See, I never watched Mr. Bean. The, my first experience with Mr. Bean was the movie Bean. Oh. Uh, as a child. So your first experience was him shaving his tongue and forehead. That and is correct. <laughs> That's the, my very first. I looked at the guy and I was like, I'm going to like this guy. Come on. Give <laughs> he me seems a like a, He seems like good people. Easy but he's fun. not. No, he's a piece of shit monster. He is, he is, the, he is the villain. <laughs> yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. He's the antagonist in his own I story. Mean, he, it's, it's, he, he said that Mr. Bean is like a child in a grown man's body, which I guess because he doesn't, he gets what's going on, but in a weird sort of way. Yes. And he doesn't understand social mores. Yes. And he's also like vindictive, petty and mean and like very egocentric. Like he doesn't understand. And also he is cursed by some God to like, be immortal but also an agent of chaos like he cannot be around anything without destroying it Uh completely agreed yeah i wonder if this is maybe a you know not of what you speak sort of scenario here but i wonder if he would now be read as and i did not read him this way as sort of autistic coded in Hmm. i mean to to not have the social understanding of what's going on around you and like how to interact with people in a way that makes sense and i mean he certainly got uh uh his special interests too right uh i don't know maybe like i don't know he doesn't read as autistic to me but then again i'm not an expert sure and i don't want to conflate yeah obviously with he may just be evil evil or, or i was gonna say stupid he's not stupid because he's not <laughs> um in the in the show he's actually like shown multiple times taking like college level courses oh. and like he like takes a calculus exam oh jesus but he studies geometry instead oh, okay mm. got it yeah he's just an asshole okay but he's he's not just an asshole because he he is like he fails spectacularly because, like, how did he get a turkey on his head? How did he, like... That's Magic. Not, that's not something an evil person does. That's something a stupid person does. Fair enough. I think he may be... You can be both stupid and evil. And autistic. There's no yeah, mutual exclusivity between right. any of those. He might be all three. You can also be smart, good, and autistic. So let's... let's that's true. We gotta, we gotta paint with a broad brush here. You're right. You're right. You could... There's any... Any <laughs> black and white dichotomy here. Or shades. Yeah. Um, okay. So we, so I, sorry, you were, you were, so that's what I wondered because as we'll get into, I think how, how this episode will work is I'll kind of run on the plot of the movie and we'll stop when we have things to discuss about the movie. But I wondered if he was sort of a classical mime because in this movie, there's a lot of dialogue that Mr. Bean has and I, think, I don't think it works. Yeah, he, the, the, the speech he gives at the end of the movie is the longest amount of dialogue Mr. Bean has ever uttered. So much. It's too much. He talks for like 
a minute, and it's too much. The reason why he has that really low voice yeah. is because Rowan Atkinson has a stutter, and he used it to, just, to, to hide his stutter. I did not know that. Yeah. And he's like, I don't want a lot of dialogue because I can't deliver it. Interesting. Okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, so I don't know. So, so tell me more about, so being, uh, did you have more about his biography? What do you want or, from me? I don't know. <laughs> the things that you wrote down. <laughs> Kias Fava. <laughs> What does that mean? Ecce homo quiest faba. Is he human? Behold the man who is a bean. That's the the Mr. Bean intro is a is like the fucking Church of England tabernacle choir singing this song, like this like very oh, really? beautiful church. You've never heard that? I've never seen any Mr. Oh, Bean. Yeah, yeah, so every episode of Mr. Bean, well not every episode, but almost every episode opens with a spotlight opens on like a British street and then uh, a choir sings this Latin, this beautiful Latin song and then he falls from the sky into this spotlight. That's awesome. Like he just fell from space. He may be an alien. Sure. Um, that makes a lot of in sense. The, in the cartoon, he is taken up in a spaceship and everyone on the spaceship who's an alien looks exactly like him and is dressed exactly like him. Maybe he's got his signature, like, he wears a tweed jacket, a uh, really thin tie. Right. And uh, I think he's got suspenders sometimes. And he drives, like, a uh, Citroen, like a uh, that one, that little green car, like a mini a mini coupe. Yeah, right. And he drives that. And he has a, he has a uh, um, in the in the show, he's got, like, a fucking war with um, this blue car that has three wheels, which apparently is a, a Robin. A Robin. Yes. I, 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 I did some research on those ones. Okay. Yeah. Go. Hold forth, please. <laughs> okay, got it. Uh, yeah, the Robins were very popular in the UK at one point, although you had to be very careful whenever you did a turn because if you turned too hard, they would just fall over. And so you would people would be like, they were super light too, so you would just like push them up back on their side with like the help of one or two other passerbys and uh, then continue on your way. Why? <laughs> yeah, right. It's a great question. I don't know. You know what I want on my car? Less tire, <laughs> fewer tires. That's what cars need. Yeah. If I could just have one tire, like sure. ride it like a unicycle. A uni car? Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to sit, I'm going to driver seat, but I've got to, can you pile some like weights in the back seat? Cause I'm going to take my son, but he doesn't weigh anywhere near as what I, what I weigh. So could, Lucius, I need you to hold like six bags of oats, please. Can you hold this bag of short grain rice for me? Yeah. To balance yeah. Our, our wheat out? Weird. Yeah, very weird. Um, okay, so, okay. Because I knew that he had the green car in Mr. Bean's Holiday, the next yes. movie, because I remember watching that one. Oh, you watched Mr. Bean's Holiday? I haven't watched that one yet. I, I watched it when it came out in theaters. Oh, lucky you. So this, so this wasn't the first time you saw Mr. Bean? No, the first time I saw him was 1997, because I saw this movie in theaters. Oh, yes, wow. That was my... You saw this in theaters? I was a kiddo, yeah. Nice. Yeah. There were other names, um, a whole vegetable town worth of names. He wasn't going to be called Mr. Bean. He was going to be called um, Mr. Carrot or Mr. Cauliflower. Oh, and wait. then they settled on Mr. Bean. Okay, so they're sorry. Is that canon though? That there's yeah. a whole town of no, 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 no. They, they, they were going. They, they were workshopping names for him. Okay, got yeah. it. I thought he came from a place where everyone was something strange. All right. No, he has a uh, calculator watch. His first name is Mister. Okay. If you see it on his passport in this, it's in canonical. This, yeah, oh, I didn't even look. Yeah, it's Mister. Oh, interesting. Um, yeah, he's a. Uh, let's see. Yeah, he might be an alien. Okay, those are the bean facts you got for he's me. A, okay, he's a his girlfriend is named Irma Gob. He has a girlfriend? He has a girlfriend in three episodes. She is very put upon. Okay. Because he's a fucking asshole. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, she shows up in the cartoon once or twice as well. Uh, but yeah, she's, you know, I don't know why she's dating him. And she quickly breaks up with him because there's there's a Christmas or something where he she thinks he's going to propose to her. Uh-huh. And he just doesn't get it because he's Mr. Bean. Sure. There's also one where they go to a, a horror movie and he is just a nightmare. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, you Just can't. A it's a child watching a horror movie. Um, 
Interesting. Irma Gob. Do you think that's supposed to be like... Because isn't Gob like a British slang for, for like, like a... Mouth. Oh, it is. Yeah. For some reason, I thought it was like an asshole. It's like Cockney slang for yeah. mouth. So is she supposed to be like, I am a mouth? <laughs> Irma Gerb? Irma Gerb. Or is it supposed to be like, oh my God. Irma Gerb. I think that's what it is. Okay. Uh, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Oh, he's got that little teddy bear. Uh, okay. Oh, that's right. Teddy, yeah. He doesn't have that in this. Oh, yes, he does. He, yeah, he puts it to end, sleep. At the very end. Yeah. yeah. That's right. So yeah, it, it, um, when Mr. Bean finished its run, he donated it to Gile Brandreth's Teddy Bear Museum in Stratford-upon-Avon, where it remained until 2003 when the museum cut, shut down and then it was sold for $180 on eBay. 180 Yeah, that's it. Mr. Bean's bear? <laughs> we could own that bear. We could have owned it. Ah, oh, fuck. God damn it. Um, wait, so Mr. Bean is retired? No. Okay. Wait, the character. The character. The, the character is not retired. Like Rowan Atkinson said, has said, I'm getting too old to play him because he's it's a lot of physical Very comedy. Physical, but at the same sure. time, he said, I'm never going to retire him though. Oh, interesting. So he was at the last time I saw Mr. Bean proper. He was when was the UK Olympics? I have no idea because it was like you know, like eight years ago or something. Mr. Shit. Bean was in the Olympics. He was in the opening show. Oh, okay. He, he did like a little skit for the opening show. They should have had Rowan Atkinson like enter Mr. Bean in every, like he does the pole vault. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> he kills the other competitors. Yeah, he just javelins them. <laughs> that would be fun. They should have written a little skit for literally every, every single <laughs> fucking. Uh, <laughs> cool. Okay. Any other bean facts? Have we dried up your well of bean facts? No, I got, I got all, I got all the beans. So this movie specifically, boy, I should have done research on this movie too. All I did was watch it and take notes. Well, you can do that too. Yeah. Uh. Well, so this was a, an American movie, right? Yes. But it had a British director and a British, um, well, Mr. Bean, obviously, then it had some Brits in it. Right. Okay. But mostly American cast. So I wonder how this like existed like why an american studio even took an interest in mr bean because mr or... bean was big in uk then it started showing on hbo and it got a lot of traction there oh i and they're see like we need to do a bean movie oh i see okay 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 cool and it did incredibly well it had an 18 million dollar budget um it made it was the first movie to make 100 million dollars before coming to the united states whoa and oh so my God. it made 251.2 million dollars worldwide wow yeah. so it made its budget over orders of magnitude that's incredible well i am not surprised at all that they made a sequel i'm actually surprised they didn't make a sequel sooner um because what the next movie comes out in 2007 that's 10 years later Jesus, oh, why did no. they wait so long, I wonder? Very weird. Probably Rowan needed to like lubricate his joints. <laughs> to cool off from that first movie. <laughs> All right, that makes sense. I wonder if the second movie has any connective tissue from the first. No, it does not. Oh, okay. Specifically does not. Oh, really? You, yeah. uh, okay. Yeah. Never mind. Uh, yeah, okay. The, fa the family from the first one show up. He doesn't that would be fun. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's talk about, uh, I'm going to run through the plot, and whenever we have something that I feel like we could talk about, or you, you can interrupt me at any point, right? So, just in broad strokes. I'm going to stop you right there. Okay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bean, right? So, um... We have this opening that is like uh, it's kind of weirdly driving opening where, uh, you know, there's like some pulse pounding music and Bean is like shaving himself. And then he like shaves all over his face and his tongue and his why, forehead. Why is it funny? Let's just when he, dissect, starts lick, when he starts licking the razor. Let's dissect Bean for moment one. Why is it funny to lick a razor? Is it because it's not, not what people are supposed, not supposed to do? To do it. Okay, all right, that's pretty simple, I guess. But like, because it is funny. But you could. Yeah, 
Is the implication that he has hair on his tongue or that he just likes to lick razors? I think that he just likes to lick razors. Or okay. He, I think that the implication is he knows you're supposed to shave. Okay. But he doesn't know how much or, or to what extent. Okay. And okay. he wants to be clean shaven and you're supposed to clean your face and your tongue See, is part of your face. This is where I feel, I don't know if I'm going to get in trouble for this episode or not. No, I think he's just stupid. Never mind. He's yeah. just an idiot. Yeah. Okay. Being a stupid. An evil idiot. An yes. evil idiot. So uh, then we cut to the London Royal Gallery. Where it's like a boardroom of people, like the people who own the London Royal Gallery, who are talking about their security guard, Mr. Bean. For some reason, this is a topic of discussion for them. Well, they hate him. They if you worked with Mr. Him. Bean, you would despise your job. You would hate coming to work every day. Because this fucker's going to ruin everything. Well, the fact of the matter is, I was just surprised that they were talking about him at all. They want like, to fire him. Well, yeah, I guess. Please, can we fire Mr. Bean? <laughs> and the head of the... The chancellor, the, the chairman or whatever the, it is. Yeah, the chairman of the thing is like, no, I love Bean. No explanation given, no explanation needed. Yeah. You like, cannot fire him. You're not going to fire Bean. Yes. So... Or, uh, if, if Bean goes, I go. Basically, I yes. feel like Bean has something on this guy. He yes. has to. Yeah, there's no other explanation. Or I feel like... Maybe he's Bean. I don't want to get into the plot of the movie... But like I feel like whatever when he, what he does to Langley at the end of the movie, he has done to this chairman. Like he has like Stockholmed this chairman oh, into loving shit. him. Because at the end of the movie, the family who despises him yes. falls in love with Mr. Yes, Bean. yes. Oh, so he had an adventure. He probably did. They he, could do a prequel. Yeah. Based on the chairman and Mr. Bean together. I like that idea. The chairman and Mr. Bean. The chair- an eight episode a uh, fucking Disney Plus six episode <laughs> limited series. Apple TV. Um yeah, the chairman and the bean. That's very good. Oh, yeah. Um, so we cut to Mr. Bean. And at this point, I realized this movie was just going to be a series of sketches. And I was mm-hmm. fine with that because he's too late to have coffee, to make coffee. So he just eats all the coffee ingredients. And, <laughs> and that's then swir- funny. And then swirls and around. Then he <laughs> swishes his body around, right? So they have a genius idea. The people in the London thing is like, we have to send somebody. Somebody from America bought Whistler's mother. And part, a stipulation of the deal was that we send an expert over there with Whistler's mother to kind of accompany the piece and talk about it. Mm-hmm. So let's send Bean getting over to America. And they, yeah, because there's there's it at the beginning of the the conversation. Like there are two like professors who are angling for this. Yes. And um, when when it's suggested that they send Bean, they're a little bit miffed. But then the guy says, "And there's a three month sabbatical, so we'll be without Bean for three months." And then yeah. everyone unanimously votes to send Bean. Yes. And I have on the internet forums for Bean. There is a there is a theory that the these guys are the antagonists, like the people who knowingly send Mr. Bean to America uh-huh. with a multi million dollar painting, <laughs> like knowing full well what he is capable of. <laughs> he is going to ruin this yeah, painting. They are the true villains of the movie, but no, the true villain is Mr. Bean. Yeah, he is a bad man. Did you look in like classic forums for like Mr. Yeah. Bean uh, discussion? Got all sorts of Bean trivia. Oh my God! Okay, well when we cross it, let's. Did you know that uh, uh, Steve Martin wanted to play the the Langley, the male lead? No way! Yeah. Because whoever's playing him, he's a he's a big TV guy. He's been like an Alec Ali McBeal and uh, Veep and Anatomy and like Chicago Hope. Like he's a big like TV regular. Okay, this is like the only movie I've ever seen him in. He's probably been in some movies, but not many that we would recognize. I think, but he's yeah, he's a TV guy. He's fine. Yeah, he he's, does an okay job. Yeah, he it's he's not really. 
I that's I kept looking at him and I was like, how the fuck do I know him? And I didn't look it up, and I should have. But he's from Ghostbusters too. Okay, is exactly right. Yeah, he's a bad boy. Yes, he's, he's usually an asshole. But in this one, I kept expecting him to be a heel, but he's not. No, he's, he's so sweet. He he with aplomb as being surgically dismembers his life. Yeah, absolutely. Like, Every moment, he's like, I can see the good in Bean. I will. I just want to see the good like, in Bean. If Bean was not malevolent, like Bean is not malevolent, but yeah. goddamn. God damn, is he a monster? Oh, for sure, yeah. And yet, the moment that Bean has truly made his life as low as it can go, he says, Bean, would you like to go out and get a drink? We'll get to that, but God, he just always is seeing the good in Bean. I love that about this guy. Um, Good dude, is he still acting? He is. How about that? Amazing. Um, Good to see him. Good to see him out (laughs) there. Good to to put yourself out there. Cut to L.A. Uh, An L.A. museum is buying the Whistler's mother. Sandra Sandra O. Oh. Sandra O. Oh, I did a double take. Me too. Especially because I just finished Killing Eve. For some so reason, I was like, holy fuck. For some reason, I thought she was a lot. She, she I'm like, no, she's got to be like twelve years old, but she's actually older than. Yeah, she, yeah. Well, she's, she does, never ages. Yeah, she looks exactly the same now as she looked back then. So, but yeah, she. I mean, how old is she now? She must be, I guess, like. 50, 50s, right? yeah, gotta be. That's wild. So she would have been like, I don't know, 30 in 1997? 20? 20 something, yeah. probably. Yeah, she looks great. Yeah. Uh, cool role, I guess. She's Actually, like the uh, she's like the production manager for the wedding? Yeah. She's like the the, the the flare girl or something? Like, she's like, here's how we're gonna punch up Whistler's mother. She's the, yeah, the, the like, event planner. Yeah. Yeah, it's very weird. She's, we're gonna get John Bon Jovi. <laughs> very weird. Yeah, because there's three guys. There's the merch guy, mm-hmm. there's her, and, and then there's, there's the, David. The curator. The, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, and then the curator as well. Yeah. Oh, then there's the, yeah, there's like the boss. There's So the male lead is Bean's like straight man, right? right? And he's like the curator of the museum. And then there's his boss who's like the chancellor of the museum right. or the fuck it the is. Chancellor. Um, so uh, we get to see a great moment with Bean before this, which I kind of skipped over, falling asleep in a chair. Uh, and he like hits his head <laughs> on in the, in the Royal Gallery of London. Uh, it's very funny. Um, Mr. Bean flies to America. Funny passport photos. Vomit bag. So this is where the fucking... The movie... The American sensibilities of this movie ruin this movie for me. Is that, like, Brits are very, like, quiet and dark in their humor. (laughs) And very, like... This movie has multiple puke poop piss (laughs) jokes like i think all of those were were literally recycled from the show the the even the part where he pees on himself or he splashes water on himself Mm -hmm. what about the part where he like humps uh, an air dryer (laughs) that's in the show he 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 smashes a vomit bag over someone's face to try and startle him awake that's in the show that's from the show oh my i I had sworn and guessed that... Well, they put them in there because they thought they were funny and American audiences would react to those. They're not in the British one. Okay. Where he gets the turkey stuck on his head, not in the British uh, version or the international version. It's only in the American one. Oh, the cut of the movie. Yeah. Yeah, because the turkey getting on the head is a famous Mr. Bean sketch. Yeah. And uh, the Brits had all seen it, but Americans probably haven't. Wait, so this movie had to be way shorter because those are... They added more scenes. They did. Mm-hmm. Did you watch both cuts? No, oh, okay. I watched both cuts. Well, well, at the end, I want to know what scenes they added. Do you know? Do you have a list? Uh, nope. Okay, never mind. Um, we get more bean sketches in here. Bean blowing his nose. Great sketch where he just gets he blows it for too long. He's in America for. I mean, it's very American that he's in America for literally three minutes, and four cops run him down with drawn weapons. Yes, uh, because 
Bean decides to pretend like he has a gun for some reason. <laughs> that was funny, though, when they say drop your weapon and he reaches into his lapel, pulls out his hand yeah. with the gun and then slowly puts his hand on the ground. Yeah, that it was, was very funny. That was a snort. I also said that this was kind of a, an American joke, too. Just like the whole like the humor of like having a gun in an airport. I don't know. It's just, come on now. It now. strikes me as American. I don't know. Yeah, Maybe I'm wrong. it probably is. Um, we meet David's family because David wants Bean to stay in his house. David Langley, his wife, uh, played by Pamela Greer. I don't remember her actual name. Uh, Mrs. David Langley. Yes. Uh, his son, little David Langley. (laughs) And his daughter. 25 year old. She she She, looks like, she she looks like she's in her thirties. She cannot play a, uh, uh, fucking, um, a teenager. No, she's way too, way too old. Um, yeah, this is Pam Reed. Reed you said Pam uh, Greer. Greer. I, I knew that could yeah. not have been right. Yeah, I got the first name right. I got one out of two. <laughs> yes, you did. Uh, boy, more than you got. She's been in a lot yeah, she's of a TV. shit. I remember her from, she was Leslie Nope's mother in Parks and Rec. That's Apparently where I remember her was. from. How about that? No idea. Uh, okay. Also, oh, Peter Capaldi does a like little cameo uh, in the, he's one of the uh, professors in the initial scene. Peter Capaldi is one of the Doctor Who's. Oh, I did not know that. Oh, how about that? Okay, cool. He's one of the professors who's angling for the... the... Yes. Okay. He's like Lord Lord Flathley. I see. Uh, so yeah, so then we have been in first class uh, doing the, uh, the vomit joke. Um, and then we have the uh, scene where he turns into Johnny English. Uh, I do like Mr. Bean. Are you on any medication? Oh no! He said, "Well, you could use." (laughs) You need to be. Yeah. Um, Mr. Bean immediately uh, goes to David's house, tries to cuck David by hitting on his wife. Just Uh, straight up. Yeah, but the wife is like. David has the idea, like they're like, okay, we'll put this guy up in a hotel. He's a famous British historian. He's like, no, I wanna, I wanna live with this guy. He wants to learn from him. He wants to like be there, and I get that. But his family is against. His family it. said no. His wife's like, no, I'm setting boundaries. And like, that he's should like, have been. I'm doing it anyway, yeah, hon. Like horrific, like fucking. So I don't. I actually don't blame Mr. Bean for trying to cuck him. I think that that was. And then she's his, like, well, she, within his rights. She's like, can I talk to you in the kitchen really quickly? When Mr. Bean starts acting weird, like you know, act like Mr. Bean, and they're talking in the kitchen, and then Mr. Bean immediately breaks their priceless heirloom and yes. smashes the fixture that she wants. That's correct. She's like, I'm taking the kids and leaving. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah, well, that's, that's actually a little further along. Uh, uh yeah, so Mr. Bean, uh, uh, David's son actually likes him immediately. Yes. Everybody else hates him. Um, David's son has the best fucking line in the movie. What, what line was that? Where he's, Mr. Bean's up, like, after he's done some fucking beanish shit, drinking milk out of a fucking jar or something, and then the kid comes down and it's like, can't sleep? I can't either. She can't stop thinking about naked women. That's right. That's like the best fucking line in the movie. I didn't like it. I don't know. I don't know. That was really funny. I just watched, can't stop thinking about naked women. You watched this movie with your child. Yes. He was bored. Was he really? He liked some of the funny scenes, but there's just too much adult stuff. There's too much talking for him. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. I wondered because there's a lot of gross out humor. Uh, there's a lot of, uh, I mean, the mimery you'd think that kids would be No, he got, like, that he laughed at. But, like, the other stuff, like, the there's there's dialogue in it. Like, a lot of the movie is just adults talking to each other and saying funny stuff. But he doesn't, that's not a thing that he enjoys. Sure. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, Bean goes to work with David. Uh, We have the bathroom sequence where Bean splashes water on his pants uh, and tries to fuck a hand dryer to (laughs) get the, uh, off his pants. And then, like... 
He doesn't, but he has to go into the meeting, and so he follows. Well, he does get around. it off, but then he gets it gets wet again. Yes, exactly. And then he has to at the meeting. He has to follow David around really closely because he doesn't want to show that he's pretended to pee his pants. Like he keeps doing very strange things, following David very closely, following a fan around the room that keeps <laughs> oscillating, just like putting it at crotch level. But nobody says anything. They say to he's him. eccentric. Right? He's eccentric. That is such a cop out. Like, it, it's I a comedy. Do like when he finally dries his pants off, he goes around showing everybody his, yeah. his like crotch. <laughs> and the thing is, he knows it. We know it in the audience, but the people in the scene do no not idea. know why he is showing them his crotch. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Which is the funniest shit for me. It's incredible. Um, we learn that Bean must write a 20 minute speech for Whistler's mother uh, when they unveil it. Um, yeah. Now David's wife moves out of the house immediately. Now, do I think David's in the wrong? Of course. Do I think that David's wife is weirdly like uh, 90s sitcom shrewish? She's like, I gave you one chance and you didn't do it. So now goodbye forever. Like I'm moving. Well, it, 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 not forever. I'm taking the kids to my mom's house is what she does. Yeah. But like the guy f- is fucking a nightmare and then also has destroyed two pri- two of your like family heirlooms. And I wouldn't, he's not safe to be like kids. You wouldn't have kids around him. Okay. Fair. Yeah. Having like, the kids around. She set a firm boundary. Yeah. Husband ignored her, steamrolled her, fair. brought a monster into her house. And she's like, all right, well, I guess if that's what you're going to do, I'm going to take the kids to my mom's house. Like, I feel like she, she's being very rational in the situation. Yeah, you're right. She definitely has a, has a point here because being is, a fucking garbage man who immediately has fucked up their house, has cooked underwear in their oven. Uh, like she's like, he's like, give him one more chance. And then he immediately, he like walks into the scene, pulls underwear out of the oven and leaves. Yeah. I'm like, okay. Yeah. There yeah. we go. Um, it's interesting. I wonder in real life, obviously this isn't real life. Mm-hmm. How much would be excusable on the grounds of that man is just eccentric. We don't understand his culture of, of the UK. I think like, Acting weird could be excused. Like him, like following you closely, following an oscillating fan. But like when he gets into the like chaos agent mode where he's just, just destroying everything and everyone around him, that cannot be excused. Sure. That's fair. Yeah. Like, Once he starts breaking your shit. Fair enough. Um, even though it was obviously an accident, right? Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, he's stupid. <laughs> it's like, it's like a final destination movie. It because really like, is. There's some there's some external force that is making him ruin everything yeah. and that he has no control over and it's gonna make him do it. Yeah, he can't stop it from happening. I mean, it's the he sets the dominoes up yeah. in order to. So it's I mean he is part of the final destination. But he doesn't force. do it intelligently. No, like he's not planning this out. Sure. So you think there is some intelligent design behind Mr. Beat's <laughs> chaos, but it's not Mr. B. Correct. There's there's some freaky sort of, like, some sort of ancient god. Yeah, okay. that is, that manifested itself through him. Kuchetlan or Kuchetlan. <laughs> Um, David is somehow convinced to go to an amusement park with Bean. Um, he's like, what do you want to do? I've got these, all these museums lined up. Because he still thinks he's a professor at this point, yeah. Dr. Bean. Yeah. It's like, all these museums lined up. What do you want to do? He's like, oh, I want to go downtown. Yeah. <laughs> like, so they have fun. But, he, but then, even then, Bean is bored. So Bean decides to make things way worse <laughs> by like changing the speed on the like little 4D uh, ride. ride they're yeah. on. People are flying out of their chairs Bean is excited that people are being hurt and maimed and it's fucked. He has a malicious. Yeah. Brace yourself. Yeah. This might be like the first scene where it he, is malicious. Yeah. He does. Well, he's not doing it to hurt people. It's he just hedonistic. doesn't ca- He doesn't care if people are hurt. It's hedonistic. Yes. Yeah. 
yeah narcissistic narcissistic yes he's he only cares about his own pleasure i agree yeah so uh david's boss comes to dinner after they get home uh david totally forgot they decide to stuff a turkey which is a, a food that famously requires little prep and little cook time. They say, Apparently, oh, my Thanksgiving is tomorrow, my, by the my, way. My boss is here. <laughs> I guess let's cook a whole fucking turkey. What's well, the only food? Like, his wife has prepared everything for Thanksgiving. Order a pizza. <laughs> like, I don't know. This is such a, like, how do we recreate that classic Mr. Bean sketch? <laughs> like, how do we make it fit into this universe? Like, it doesn't. And you can't make it fit. I would have dressed up. I would have put some uh, Thanksgiving decorations around, you know, to make it pop. Sure. Because I didn't... You're right. It, Thanksgiving was the next day. It must have been. Why would you have just a, a fucking turkey, turkey, a whole turkey in your refrigerator? It's not frozen. Yeah, it's like yeah, in yeah. The, it's, it is it's ready to be cooked. It is absolutely... And they have stuffing for it. Sociopathic. <laughs> it is a strange thing to do. But yeah, they don't ever celebrate Thanksgiving no. in the... Well, they it's, can't. Mr. Bean has destroyed the turkey. Because <laughs> it does. But he doesn't go to work the next day and like, oh shit, work is closed. I forgot it's Thanksgiving today. <laughs> no, they, there was never any discussion yeah. about that. I do love that. Um, obviously, he fucks it up. Uh, but not even in an interesting way. Yeah. I mean, he... It just blows up. It blows up. Well, here, I want to know how that scene ends. What do you mean? Because... The scene ends with them putting the, like, they're like, oh, I'm going to go help Mr. Bean in the kitchen. Then there's an explosion. Turkey goes, like, raw turkey goes Flying everywhere. at the door. End of scene. Yeah. How does it, and then they go to the next day. The boss is like, well, Dr. Bean, what do you want to do today? Like, <laughs> there was, n- we don't get to see the, the boss's reaction. We don't That's get to see the true. boss's wife's reaction. We don't get that. to see what Mr. Bean is doing. Like, yeah. how do you, like, do you take him to the hospital? Because yeah. he's fucking hurt, probably. Yeah, maybe so. Fuck, yeah. But the scene just it. ends. I didn't even think about that. I wonder if he was wearing his explode away clothing that day. That would have been really. Well, thing smart is because I think him. that scene was like shoehorned into the American version, so they couldn't have like there was no interstitial to tie yes, it in. Like, oh, it's Thanksgiving, be. and let's put a turkey on his head. Okay, guys, yeah, got it, got right. it. That makes sense. Um, I do. Well, he he also loses. They they're microwaving it, yeah. which is so fucking weird because David is not stupid, right? But he doesn't know how to cook. Okay, <laughs> come on. He is <laughs> losing his fucking mind. All right, <laughs> that's fair. Um, Mr. Bean has destroyed everything. Not yet, though. Mr. Bean's about to. He just- will. Yes. Um, he asks. Uh, he has to sit down with Mr. Bean, in which he finds out Mr. Bean is not a doctor. That Mr. Bean has been lying, or at least omitting the truth. Mm-hmm. He asks if, you know, what do you know about art? Tell you what. Let me just ask you this, Mr. Bean. Was Leonardo da Vinci a I don't know a American basketball player? Hey, Bean. Use the fucking context clues. <laughs> you know we're talking about art. So maybe just say no. He's probably an artist. I think he just heard basketball. <laughs> he just, whatever the case may be. Okay, sure. Um, David's family comes home, sees the beat is still there, and leaves again. Do phones, also, the house is destroyed. Do phones not exist in this universe where they took the trip all the way home? She's like... I came back because I missed you, and she just sees the fucking house destroyed. Oh, that's later in the movie because they come back again, don't they? Uh, this maybe. This time they just walk in, see the destroyed house, and, and then, then just leave. walk immediately out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's when he gets drunk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. So apparently they don't bother to check. They just figure he must have been rid of Bean by now. I mean, like a rational person would do. Like a rational person would do. Yes. Uh, next day, Whistler's mother has come in. Bean is left alone with it. Obviously, uh, he fucks it up, tries to fix it further, fucks it up further, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, 
I remember watching this movie when I was 12 years old in the theater and this being so upsetting to me. I had a visceral reaction <laughs> as he like gets closer and closer to the pain. I'm like, no, 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 please, 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 please. It's horrible because the whole movie, it's built up to you like, this is a priceless piece of art. Piece of art. million dollar piece of art. It's culturally important. It's like the most important <laughs> please, American piece please, of art Please ever. don't. Like, Pete, no, stop, please, please, Pete. And it was still... Don't do this to us. <laughs> I remember it being upsetting as a 12-year-old. It's upsetting as a 36-year-old. This movie sucks. Um, so he fucks it up. Uh, and um, I guess David and Bean... He, he, he shows David, right? Yes. He shows David, and David reacts like any normal person would react, which is to just lose his shit. Yeah, right. Like, Mother of fucking... <laughs> <laughs> He's a shit. Somehow he avoids swearing, yeah. yeah. Uh, David and Bean decide to go drinking um, because that's what you do when well, yeah, your life is ruined. Reveal the painting tomorrow. Right, exactly. So might as well. Um, <laughs> they sing both incredibly expensive and publicly domain available songs. You saw. Oh, and th- so it's a callback to earlier, which we didn't mention when David when David's family leaves him. He is they they play Yesterday or something by yes. the Beatles. Yeah, and uh, Miss he gets in. He tries to you know just follows him by his morning. And he gets in the shower, but Mr. Bean's already in the shower. Yes, I did. And skip for some over. reason, he has a phone next to his shower. <laughs> I did skip over some of the more silly things that don't make any sense. I'm that just have no in plot the shower relevance. with David. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, so they sing yesterday and then they sing row, 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 row your boat. Your boat. with weird lyrics. I've never heard the crocodile. Version. Yeah, that was, that was very bizarre. If instead of, see... instead of merrily, merrily, merrily life is but a dream. They say, if you see a crocodile, don't forget to scream. scream. Yeah. yeah. Which, why would you forget? Yeah. That'd be silly. Um, David's family is home. Again, they didn't call. His kids are awake to listen to mom saying that she's going to divorce dad. <laughs> <laughs> They're sitting on the stairs. This sucks. Like I came back cause I missed you. And obviously, you don't care about our relationship at all. I feel like the relationship was already rocky to begin with. If this is where we're going, probably, yeah, yeah. Like, and, but so she straight up says, "Like, I think I I'm to, leaving you. I think I have to leave. I think you. I have to leave you. Yeah." And so his life is even more d- destroyed by yeah. being. This is rock bottom. Rock bottom. Um. So the child tells him about pornography, <laughs> and this makes Bean uh, get the idea for a heist. Yes. Because uh, one of the one of the things they're selling in the gift shop is posters of Whistler's mother. Right. Yes. Um. So Bean decides he's going to make a man shit his pants. To death. <laughs> that man is in the hospital later. Wait, is that real? In the movie? You didn't see the security guard is in the fucking hospital. I totally missed He's that. real sick. <laughs> well, so he pours an entire bottle of laxatives into this guy's coffee. Somehow he doesn't be like, well, this is grainy. This tastes weird. No, he's just like, yummy, yummy coffee. <laughs> Not like half coffee, half sand. Um, yeah, so... So the security guard spends the entire scene trying to break down the... Because Mr. Bean locks the door to the bathroom. Right. And the security guard can't get into the bathroom and is sh- actively shitting his <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's just amazing. Uh, so then during that time, Bean steals a poster, uh, doctors it up so it looks more like a painting, and then replaces his shitty version with this new version. Uh, the next day, the general arrives. The person who bought the painting and brought it to the U.S., Fun cameo. Burt Reynolds. Burt Reynolds. He actually, uh, they, were, they were thinking of somebody else, uh-huh. but Burt Reynolds is a fan of Mr. Bean and wanted to be in the movie. So wow. he's like, I'm gonna, I'll be the general. That's so cool. And I think of general, when I think of generals, I don't think of them as like millionaires. Like they probably get paid well. I mean, there might be a millionaire, but like yeah. they probably, they're probably top of the pay structure as, as far as like military hierarchy goes. The fact goes, that he had $50 million, million to so, blow. I mean, he's probably, it's gotta be family money, right? He comes from, oh, he sure. comes from wealth or something and he then doesn't. he just, he just came in at like yeah. a as a as a you know lieutenant first grade or something yeah. and then just 
worked his way up. He doesn't need to gen. He gens for fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so the poster ruse is a success. Everybody falls for it. But we all forgot that Bean still has to give a speech. So Bean, like, fucking learns a lesson and gives a speech about family. He doesn't learn and- anything. <laughs> I mean, he kind of is like... My best friend is in the audience. Yeah. <laughs> he gives a speech about friendship, I guess. Yeah, which, which is a lesson. probably liked his mother. Which is <laughs> very sweet, I guess. I don't know. Uh, then immediately, David's daughter has been in an accident. Earlier on in the movie. Yeah. I'm skipping a lot of yeah, this important uh, stuff. Yeah. Uh, she is like... Her boyfriend skids or skiz, skids, sure, yeah. This guy who looks remember. just like the gre- find the greasiest guy you can, like <laughs> yes. white guy with dreadlocks, please. Yeah. Yeah, 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 Pulls up, she gets on the motorcycle. It's like, wait, motorcycles are super dangerous, hon. We don't do motorcycles. And I was like, well, we also don't fucking listen to mom. There's no fucking rules, so I'm gonna get on a goddamn motorcycle with snake here. And they ride off, and so later on, she's in a motorcycle accident. Right. Yeah. Karma. And so this is where we pick up here. Uh, David. Gets the movie the- keeps going. After the big speech, there's another act of the movie, (laughs) which is fucking... The structure of this movie is fucking wild to me. Um, So, David and Bean go to visit the daughter in the hospital. Uh, Classic Bean antics. Who knows why? Bean picks up a stethoscope from the ground, and somebody goes, Thank God, Dr. Bean. (laughs) It's the cheesiest Oh, shit, shit. we forgot the part. As they're driving... uh, So... After the Whistler's mother's speech, the the t- police lieutenant who's been dogging Bean the whole time comes, and they think that, like, oh, they're going to arrest Bean, but no, your daughter's been in an accident. And they are driving to the fucking uh, uh, hospital when there's a carjacking on yeah. the way. And the, the cops are like, oh, we got to handle this. Yeah. And so they <laughs> get out of their out. car, and they're like, drive as fast as you can. If you get any tickets, I'll tear them up. Yeah. And so they take off. Then you hear a gunshot. Oh, I did not think off I was camera. cognizant of that. There's just a fucking gunshot as they drive away. And I'm like, what the fuck just happened <laughs> off camera? And you find out later, the police lieutenant was shot. You were about to find out. Yeah. Um, so uh, <laughs> they bring him into the police lieutenant. Uh, and uh, for some reason, the OR is cleared out. They have to be like, okay, everybody except you, Bean, has to go handle this other thing. Everybody leave. Just to give Bean an excuse to do some solo antics for a little like, while. Yeah, and a nurse would never talk to a surgeon that way. Oh, like, yeah. You stay here, bitch. Yeah. He's <laughs> like, okay, okay, I'll stay here. Uh, Bean extracts the bullet in trying to, like, get an M&M. <laughs> this is the fucking nightmare. A almond M&M. Such a nightmare scene. Was it an almond or a peanut? Almond. Oh, okay. All right. Bean's trying to eat an M&M, drops it in this person, trying to pull it out, accidentally extracts the bullet. Uh, puts the bullet back puts in. Puts the bullet back in, gets the M&M, washes it off, and eats it. So <laughs> fucking disgusting. Um, and the surgeons come back in, and they're like, he's di- something happened. What? There's so much blood. Yeah. <laughs> then he's able to extract the bullet again because he knows what it is. Yes. Um, he becomes the doctor for David's daughter. Um, Bean murders their daughter. Movie over, basically. <laughs> he's trying so hard to hit her with those electric paddles, which would have just basically fucking killed, killed her, her, I yes. think. But he hits himself. Then he falls on top of her. Yeah, crushing her probably. I don't know. Yeah, and then she wakes up. Yes. She goes, Mom? Up. Dad? Skitchy? <laughs> Whatever Is my... Skitch okay? <laughs> um... Then it's a fun party time. Yeah, he reveals himself as Mr. Bean. They're like, oh, fuck. Can we have a party, please? <laughs> He's kind of Kev-esque, isn't he? Yeah. A little bit meek, a little bit. If... I feel like he's way more vindictive than Kev. Well, yeah, of course. Um, I love there's some insane piano music uh, during this part that's really fun. Did you get the uh, at the end when he's driving around? Uh, where he's flicking everybody off? 
Yeah, well, so... One of your favorite song, One of your favorite artists. Is I there. love LA. Yeah, I love that Newman. part. Yeah, it's not on the, uh, it's not on the soundtrack. No. There's a cover of it on the soundtrack. Bummer. Yeah. And that's it. It's the end of the movie. Uh, Bean does a bunch of fun stuff with the family and then goes home to uh, to the UK. The movie was uh, had two other alternate endings that were the, there is um, he gets back to the National Gallery uh-huh. to find that it is empty and closed, but what's reality is everybody is hiding. Oh my god! So he wanders around the National Gallery, real like doesn't doesn't have a job anymore because everyone hides from him and then mails himself back to the langleys that's incredible the other alternate ending was there when they're he's saying goodbye to the langleys they're going to see with whistler's mother one last time and there is a earthquake that reveals it to be a fake and then it's just a close-up on everyone screaming as mr bean wanders around that's so good both of those are better than just like things turned out okay and it's nice and the end yeah, he like, goes back to his thing his little tiny walk-up apartment and then uh you know says goodnight to Teddy. That's it. I actually did love that LA scene where they're going around and Mr. Bean's giving people thumbs up and then somebody flicks him off. And so and then he he realizes, he like thinks that that's the thing to do so he's just flicking everybody off and just like the audience reactions. Like yeah. It was like two moms jogging he flicks them off and they're just it's, it's, they gave real good performances. Here's the thing. This is a comedy movie. Obviously fine, good, great but comedy requires grounding in reality. Which is why Mr. Bean's sketches work, because we don't see his life. Yes. But a Mr. Bean movie does not work because we're spending time with him. That was my argument, yeah. At some point, David should have been like, stop doing, you cannot do this. This is not okay to do, to flick people off. Here, let me explain to you why and what this means. But for the, like, to follow Mr. Bean around and just see him act like an asshole and, like, without consequence for 90 minutes is insane the thing is like they forgive him like david is so happy when the painting is revealed and it's not ruined yeah but he's like thank you thank you thank you to mr bean but mr bean just solved the problem he, he created yes. yeah so like <laughs> it's stockholming him like, david david is definitely a curious character in this movie because he immediately assumes all risk and responsibility for bean yes. he doesn't have he could just be like yo that new guy ruined the painting. He immediately assumes like, well, I'm going to get hit for gross negligence and the, like the, the gallery is going to be sued. I'll lose my job. Well, the thing is like he does, there, there is a big scene in the beginning where the guys, his boss is like, this is a hundred percent your responsibility. You're the one who went to bat. We could have had John Bon Jovi. We're going to go with your plan, but you are on the hook for all of this. Yeah. But l- he's just, uh, okay. Job wise, maybe yes. legally. Yeah. He's not going to get sued out of existence for being, having ruined Miss Whistler's mother. I don't think. Just David's the general's going to kill them both. Maybe. Burt Reynolds? He'll fuck you up, man. For sure. Um, I don't know. Uh, did I say that Steve Martin wanted to play Langley? You, okay. Uh, yes, you right. did. Um, the uh, How do you think... How do you, speaking of Langley, how does he have such a nice house? I don't think his wife works. Well, He's it's, like, it's the 80s, so you can still... Or the 90s, I guess. Oh, 90s. I guess you can still... Late 90s? Yeah. I don't know. He works, which I don't know if he's his like job a, he's earns like a full that on, much money. He's a full-on museum curator, though. He like runs a, runs the museum, I guess. Is that going to be like a six-figure job? I don't think it's a six-figure job, but I bet he's dead up to his fucking eyeballs. Yeah, that's probably true. All right, fair enough. Uh, can I tell you my favorite part of this whole movie? Yeah. When they are singing Row, Row, Row Your Boat on the street, some rando goes, Oh, no! It's <laughs> <laughs> just like... That's the only chime in. I thought people were going to like throw bottles at them or they'd be like howling dogs, but it's just one guy oh, going, no. oh no. <laughs> it was so fucking funny Don't punch to me. Punch up the scene. 
<laughs> oh my god! It was. I hope it was a, a fucking grip or somebody. Yeah. <laughs> somebody died there in real life. <laughs> oh god! That's like the uh, three men and a baby. Uh, that ghost in the background of that scene. Speaking of Burt Reynolds, isn't he in that? Burt Reynolds, Ted Danson, Paul Reiser. Paul Reiser. Are those the three men? I don't know. Did I nail them? I don't know. Okay, well, we'll never know. We don't have Google. Oh, isn't that Tom Selleck? Tom Selleck. That's I was confusing with Burt Reynolds. Yes. Yeah, Burt Reynolds. They both they both do the mustache stuff. Yes, that makes sense. Um, that's it. What? Like Be- beans? I, I yeah, I was excited to see how you you couldn't make you can't make a movie about Bean, right? Because that's the that's the thing. Like he that's doesn't saying, he yeah. doesn't. How he can't participate in a narrative. Yes, he cannot have a, a life beyond the sketches. Right. Because he would die or be thrown in jail or chastised, and he almost gets thrown in well, jail. He's several got times. very powerful protectors. He does it's both supernatural and mundane. Guardian angels. Yes, it's true. Um, God, I don't know, man. Yeah, Bean is really a strange, strange. The fact that this made so much money is not surprising to me, also because it's very funny, but. Maybe people weren't clamoring for a sequel. Maybe a little bean is enough. Maybe that's why it took 10 years for the sequel to come out. Probably. I don't know. Uh, what else? What other trivia did you have about this? That's it. Okay. All right. That's your bean trivia? Yeah. I mean, I gave you a lot of beans. Be afraid. Be very afraid. Mr. Bean has a passport. Was the tagline for this movie. Really? Yeah. Oh, I like that. Okay. Um, interesting. Well, I have, I guess. Do we? Can you tell me what sp- game show <laughs> Mr. Bean is? No. Okay. Uh, I guess it's time to rate this movie. As usual, we rate this movie on a scale of bare naked to fully clothed. The more clothes... We rate it on a scale from fava to great northern bean. Oh, sure. The bigger the bean, the better the movie. <laughs> that should have been the tagline. Uh, what's the biggest we, bean? Type, we, get, we give it a rating, a bean rating. Biggest bean is a chickpea. No. Got those big white, like great northern beans. Are they're they pr- They're pretty fucking big. Okay. Chickpeas right. aren't that big. What's the smallest bean? Like a, like a lentil? <laughs> All right, a lentil. Quinoa is a, a black-eyed pea. Yeah, quinoa is a grain, by the way. Yes, I know. And are black-eyed peas think, beans? I don't think peas are beans, are they? No, but black-eyed peas aren't peas. Oh, you're right. Yeah, probably a black-eyed pea. But the thing is, like, just any bean dish, you can rate it and how good the bean, the bean and dish and everything is. Okay. So. So we're rating it on a bean dish. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. As usual, Ev, why don't you start off? Okay. Here I go. I've been trying to eat healthier lately, and. Better for, to be better for the planet and whatnot. Just to eat less meat. You're in such good shape. No, I am not. <laughs> but I, uh, yeah, so we're trying to cut out meat a couple days a week. So I've been I've been leaning way more heavily on beans, and I found I really like beans. Oh sure. So I made like a really good like bean like a Mexican bean casserole, or I made a bean soup, and then I made beans. That, you know, beans get old quick. But I think a a good a good hummus can't go wrong with that. Sure. So um, Those yeah, are beans. Yeah, I take a take a chickpea. I'm gonna grind it up. I made some hummus, but the thing is, I'm gonna way over season it because I feel like a little bit of bean goes a long way. Yeah, just like a, lo- a lot of tahini. Yeah, <laughs> swirl that in there. Put God, some olive oil. So good. A lot of lemon juice. Oh, I want to make fuck. All right, I'm gonna make, <laughs> make some, hummus some hummus this week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm gonna make some hummus for sure. So yeah, that's my rating of Mr. Bean. Is he's a he's a he's not hummus you'd make at home. He's hummus you'd buy from the grocery store. But it's made at the grocery store. It's not like a Mediterranean hummus not or something. Some like sabra. That. Yeah, it's okay. not some sabra or some you know. Trader Joe's hummus. It's sure. like the the hummus they made there. It's like the, in the little plastic container. And you're like, right. This is pretty good, but there's a lot of it. Like yeah. they, it only comes in for some reason one gallon jugs. Right. Okay. <laughs> you're like, that's way too much hummus for a human being. So you eat your hummus, you enjoy it. You eat like a couple meals of hummus, and you're just 
done with it and it yeah. just stays in the back of your refrigerator for like two months and then gets moldy and you throw it out okay that's my rating for this movie interesting moldy hummus <laughs> well no the first the bites are good the part the parts of it that you so can, it lasted too long the parts of it you can eat are good okay but it shouldn't be this serving size <laughs> okay got it okay okay but i guess 2.5 two, two, 251 million dollars disagrees with can't me. be wrong yeah um for me this is um if you know what i have a dream i have a dream about my father uh, the one your who father? I almost got killed in a car accident, your, my father. Your father. Uh, and uh, in this dream, um, he, you know, I, I'm, I'm just, uh, it's not even a fan- fantastical dream. It's like, I'm just remembering things. And when my mom was away, he used to make me beanie weenies, which is just, oh, I love you get a can weenies. of baked beans, throw it in a pot. You cut up a hot dog, throw it in there too, mix it all up. Maybe put a little more spices in there, serve it up and boy, oh boy. As a fucking like ten year old, twelve year old, that was the best. That would be like dad's dinner. Mom is away. This is what dad's making. Dad's and it's great. Mm-hmm. And so I wake up and I'm like, I'm gonna fucking get some beanie weenies. I, I want. I'm in the mood for beanie weenies tonight. <laughs> Go to the store. I buy my nice can of baked beans. I buy a you know big Hebrew national hot dog. Oh yeah, we have to do a higher power. Something good. And I go home and I I chop it up and I heat those beans. I throw it all together and I eat it and I'm like. I miss my dad. This is fine. I do miss my dad. And also, this is like, it's fine. It's okay. I remember loving Bean when I saw it in 1997. Having not seen it since and watching it again. As an adult. It's fine. <laughs> it's not that great. Mr. It's too, Again, yeah, we, we mentioned it all. It's too long. It's uh, not believable. Not buyable. Um you know, Bean, man, he's just, he doesn't survive to the modern age. I'm not surprised, Rowan. We should watch Johnny English. That'd be fun. Put it on the list. <laughs> done. Great. We'll be right back with more It's All Been Done, a Bannerkin Ladies podcast. Hey, Ev. Sell me on timeshares. Okay. <laughs> well, I <laughs> was not planning on this, but... Don't you ever wish, Mm -hmm. don't you like look at your life and think, I have too much time. I like, sometimes I feel like, what am I going to do with all the hours in a day? Yeah, I do. Yeah. So a timeshare, you can like give some of that time to people in need. I know that you donate to Colonial Williamsburg, right? That's Mm -hmm. sort of the monetary equivalent of a timeshare, right? Um, It does take me back in time. Gonna go back in time. So maybe you could, like me, I don't have enough time. So maybe you could donate some, come over and clean my house or give my son a bath while I play video games. You know what I mean? Just give me a little time to for myself. Uh, did I sell you on timeshares, aka doing chores for me? Hmm. And do I pay for this privilege? No, I think it's kind of a quid pro quo. Like you're giving to me and you're getting the feeling of satisfaction out of it. So you don't have to pay. And do I get a vacation out of it too? It's I'll like give a- you time off. Okay. <laughs> Okay, yeah. Okay, Did I I'm sell so- you? <laughs> Sold. All right. Good. Well, thanks, everybody. <laughs> That's been a commercial. You have a timeshare. Your parents have a timeshare. Yeah, they're, they did the boomer thing where they bought a timeshare. And now, you know, I don't know. Well, I don't know why you'd want a vacation in the same place every year forever. Yeah, that seems... Uh, it just seems like, a you know, like it's it was a it was a status symbol and like a thing, you know, because you want to go on vacation, but you want to 
pay more for it because sure. you own a part of a house you always have to go to. I don't know what the pricing structure on timeshares is like, but I bet it's bad. Yeah. Well, you can, I mean, you can toss it out to other people too. You can, you can, you trade, can, you can sublet it, yeah, it or yeah. trade it or, you probably can't sublet it. But I think about you can. It. So here's the thing. You get a week, right? You can go vacation for a week and then you go back to your life. If you get two weeks, you can vacation for a week and then have somebody sublet it for a week and basically you're vacationing for free. If you get three weeks, you're basically being paid to go on vacation. Holy shit. You just sold me on timeshares. There you go, buddy. Incredible. Where can I get one? <laughs> well, <if you laughs> sit through this uh, infomercial. Uh -huh. You can get a steak dinner, too. Uh, I know. That's the always like... But here's the thing. We're going to need you to leave your car here. We're going to take you to it in a golf cart so you can't escape. Yikes. That's those things. They, they have to isolate you, How too. long are they? Long. Well, yeah. They're like a high pressure. You're going to be high pressure sold as you just sit there. Nope, nope, nope. And eat your steak. I've never gone to one, but yeah. I kind of want we to. You should go. I feel like it Let's seems like a it seems kids. like a fun idea, but it's probably going to be miserable in real life. Yeah, but if we if we do what we do at Origins and we just team up <laughs> and roll over the table and just don't listen to them and troll them the whole time, that could be fun. We probably won't get our steaks then, or our free buffet or whatever it is. Yeah, well, if it's a buffet, I mean we can get it whenever we want. They yeah, I mean we, we're also them. adults and we can pay for a meal. Yeah, but... You don't get the golf cart ride. I get, I get it. I need that golf cart ride. That's pretty I important. It. It's the high-pressure sale that adds the spice that makes things nice. That's true. The high-pressure sale adds the spice makes things nice. Um, do you know where else you could find... You know where else you could share you could some be, of your time you on the internet? High-pressure sold something <laughs> right here. Well, that's projectderailed.com. Of course, Project Derailed has a lot of podcasts. This one that I'm talking about today is Fables Around the Table. Now, talk about a timeshare. This is a bunch of different podcasts that share their time in one podcast shell. Fables Around the Table is a tabletop role-playing actual play anthology podcast. Each season, we feature a new tabletop RPG system with a rotation of GMs and players. So they do like four, five, six episodes of a system, then switch to a different one. Tune in to listen to us play Curse of the House of Rookwood, Visigoths vs. Molgoths, Babes in the Woods, Masks a New Generation, and more. And that's only on the Project D-Road Podcasting Network. Right now, they are playing, I believe, Morkborg, which I've always wanted to play. Merkberg. Do you know Merkberg? It's that like a pirate game, right? No, it's like a... Far future, Mad Max, uh, hardcore, hmm. uh, dirty, uh, sort of post-apocalyptic thing. That sounds fun. Yeah, it's supposed to be really fun. I always want to play, you always seem like you want to play these like far future and fantasy games, but then whenever we play together, you always play something set in the modern day, which I hate. Yeah, that's true, because that's what I like to run. I want to play in a game okay, okay. that somebody got else does. Got it, got yeah. it, got it. Because I don't know how to, I don't know what a gremlin is. <laughs> how do gremlins work? <laughs> yeah, like, I, what do you expect me to do? Make shit up? Like, I can't, I need to draw. But I know how experience. cars work. That's right. Uh, yeah, that's why whenever you're running a medieval game for me, I ask you to describe, like, can the horses just be like wheels? <laughs> like, I don't know. So a gremlin's just like a kid, right? Can, can, can this inn be called like the Hampton? <laughs> like that would help me if I, if you could. And I always do. And you always do. You're such a good friend. <laughs> and we're back with more. It's all been, it's all been done. A Rowan Atkinson podcast. I'm not used to this. Now's the time in the show when we spin this bean wheel and we figure out what we are going to be doing today. Today. We should have made some bean segments, huh? Tonight is the no. night. <laughs> I'll sleep at the 
How does Mr. Bean die? I don't know if he can. Oh, no. Yeah. I mean, he drives like a maniac, first of all. Yeah. He drives fast and sudden. And loose. He should die uh-huh. constantly behind the wheel. Um, but how does Mr. Bean die? Yeah, this is rough. I, I feel like Mr. Bean is one of those guys where it's like, nobody knows he's dead. They're just happy he's not around sure and then oh, he like rots in his apartment yeah. for like months before. and he's got like auto pay set up and so <laughs> it's like that japanese businessman who died and then nobody found his body for three years because he had auto pay on all his accounts Jesus. and so it just slowly drained his accounts dry oh and then God. finally the bank like they're like oh he didn't pay his mortgage let's go check on him he's dead yeah he's been dead he's a skeleton now yeah. christ so i think that's how mr bean dies he like wow. just dies in his sleep with teddy and then three weeks till someone finds his body yeah i guess that makes sense so he dies of old age because he can't die any other way yeah i feel like something gives out oh like he has like an enlarged scrotum or something in it sure <laughs> it's but it's kind of funny like he's like he has testicular torsion but like, mm, balls are so big <laughs> like, yeah but it does my balls, my balls. <laughs> it kills him I think uh, he's a uh, put in a potty chair and then mads mickelson comes over and does some ball torture yeah, and it gets a little too rough exactly how it happens do we want to do another uh, yeah, another sure. bean wheel <laughs> okay let's do another one because we answered that one so quick uh tonight is <laughs> jesus christ this wheel wants bean to die i think everyone around him does too fun and games there's a board game based on this movie oh, what are the mechanics bean board game. so bean's a chaos agent so he's like a he there's a bean piece or whatever that moves around the board, and if it lands on your square or does something, if you interact with it in any way, it fucking ruins your ruins your turn. Yeah. Okay. I like that. And then it starts to follow you. I I also feel like maybe in some way this is a legacy game because like you'll just draw a card and it'll be like, look under the box. There are seven bags there. Open bag six. This is like just like chaos shit just happens. <laughs> rip up this card. Rip up the next three cards. Don't look at them. <laughs> like. I don't know. Like shit just happens. Smash the screen of your TV in real life. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Go to this web address. There's a video there. It will tell you who to kill. <laughs> it is child pornography. Now you are in jail. <laughs> like, I think the game has to actively ruin your real life. <laughs> yes, it has to ruin your life. Just like Bean did for David. Yeah. Okay. So, so there's no game to play. You just open the box and there's just a bunch of small cards and there's just a question mark on the first one. You yeah. open that and it's like, all right, do this. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Sure. Or like, it's got like a knife with like blood on it. Like now this is in your house. <laughs> the box is a murder weapon. Yeah, absolutely. So you've already been framed. By touching this box, you are complicit in the murder of Jonathan Taylor Henry. Yeah. Jonathan <laughs> Taylor Henry, did he get married? Yes. I like it. Uh, okay, good. That's a great game. The bean game. Um, okay. Well, well, thanks, Wheel. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody sent us any, any uh, emails about Mr. Bean. Now's the time to send us emails. We've got no emails. You can send us emails about Mr. Bean if you want. This is bad. Yeah, because in the future, we're presumably not going to be talking about Mr. Bean. Well, but if we, we get won't... a bean email, we'll have to do the next a bean, bean mail. A bean mail. Yeah. yeah. So send us... Uh, well, fuck, this is bad, though, because our email address is still it's all been done podcast at gmail.com. I'm not going to make a new email address <laughs> just for this bit. Please send emails about Mr. Bean or, I guess, the Bare Naked Ladies to it's all been done podcast at gmail.com. Yes, but We'd love but to hear the, from you. the bean is misspelled. It's with two E's instead yes. of Yes. Oh, a. that's right. Oh, yeah. We're it's just we're Canadian. It's all been done. <laughs> yeah, that's it's pronounced. that. You way. got it. Uh, Ev, what are we doing uh, next month? going on a renaissance cruise oh i like that 
Uh, yeah, we don't have our theme set up for uh, for next month yet. Watch our Twitter. Watch our Facebook. If we announce it, they're great. If we don't, just be surprised when we do some random fucking B-side by the Bare Naked Ladies uh, at some point. Um, I don't know. If you what you're here s- for. Suggestions. Send them in. We, we don't know <laughs> what we're doing. Uh, we are going to see the Bare Naked Ladies next month. Yep. Um, but unfortunately, we're going to see them after the episode comes out. So, so you, that'll be our August. There app. you go. We'll put that out right now. Lucky boys. Lucky boys. Luckyboys.com. Uh, all right. Well, Ev. I don't know what else to tell you, bro. Nobody does. <laughs> uh, I'm, I keep do you asking. have anything to plug? Uh, no. No. <laughs> uh, I'm going to plug... Uh, shit. I'm going to plug Johnny English Reborn. Yeah, I haven't seen any of the Johnny English. Neither have I. He's not Mr. Bean in those, He's right? Not mis- does he talk? I think he must. Mm. I don't know. That's why I'm so curious I about feel like he's a, he's, it's a similar character because I bet he fucks up a lot, right? I'd imagine so. I don't know if Rowan Atkinson does anything but fuck up. Yeah, he's that's like, his I mean, whole he's, thing. He feels like he's been typecast. I bet. Sure, that's he, his, and he's been typecast. Yeah, that's his rat race character. I'm sure there's other movies in which he fucks up. Uh, what else did you say he's been in? Four weddings and a funeral. Does he fuck? Is he the funeral? Yes, he's like he's the uh, like. Is he the fuck up? He's the the fumbling vicar. Sure, of course he is. Yeah, uh, Lion King. He doesn't fuck up in. No, yeah, Zazu. Zazu. Well, because it's not Rowan Atkinson. It's just his voice. Uh, his if voice, you're looking at his him, voice, you're like, cannot fuck up. This guy's a fuck up. But hearing him, you're like, yeah, he's fine. He's in love, actually. As oh, a, as a fuck up. Okay, he does. Yeah, sure, checks out. All right. So my advice to you, my. Uh... <laughs> Are you looking at Elastic Man? Yes. <laughs> my advice to you would be to fuck up, in honor of Mr. Bean. Send in your best fuck-ups. I want you to really fuck something up badly this week. <laughs> Screw your life. I mean, we're all ruining our lives as we speak. Oh, of course we are. Every day in small ways. I mean, the, we're probably going to get global warming, get killed by that in the sure. next like 20 years. Sure. So why not screw up your life? Exercise agency over your demise. For sure. Yeah. Let's all do it together. Don't let the earth kill you. Let you kill you. This podcast does not condone suicide. I'm Saker. I'm Evan. And it's, it's been, been a, a good, good life. life.